0: what is up everybody welcome to couple on fire podcast season two episode number four what is that quattro yeah no, those tres cuatro. yeah how oh, spanish should be quattro so anyway on today's episode we're going to be talking about date night and that's coming up right now right now <laughs> are you a christian and you are looking to take your faith your family and your future to the next level then this is the channel for you. Yeah, we're jamming to our own our own song. That's all goofy like we it. are.
1: I like we're it. like na
0: I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with the always beautiful, always most wonderful Miss Christy. Hello. How are you today, love? I'm tired. (laughs) Hey, she's being honest. We are tired people, you know? And that's the funny thing, too, that's going on right now. It's like, you know, you start, you get into what we call the rat race. Everybody's familiar with the rat race. You know, you're running, you're running, you're running, you're running. You're like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Sure, I can take that on. No problem. That's only five minutes. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, that's way more than I thought it was going to be. The busyness. The busyness. the busyness trap. Yes. Unfortunately, that's true. So anyway, so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about date night and the importance and the benefits of even why it's important to have a date night. You know, date night is something that Christy and I didn't do in the beginning of our relationship. We really didn't. We allowed the busyness of the world to take over and all the things that we had going on to take over. And then we decided one day, like you know what? We're going to go and we're going to make this a priority in our relationship. Now, it's an imperfect priority, okay? Yeah. Let's just be truthful about it, right? I mean, we we are not perfect at it, but what we try to do is be perfect at making it a priority. And that means yeah. we constantly are bringing it back to the top of the list. Like, okay, yeah. we didn't do it for the for a month. We didn't do it for as long or whatever, but we're, we're going to start it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to make sure that it's a priority. So today we really want to talk about how important date night is. You want to add something before we really dive into the meat and taters?
1: No, I think you hit on it. I wanted to, I was going to bring up the same thing that it we're not, definitely still not perfect about it, but just because you're not perfect at something doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to talk about it because that's how you continue to improve at it. You know, and there's going to be seasons of your life where like we had, you know, three different kids and three different sports and, you know, our regular jobs and everything else that we were doing. And so it was difficult to work it in, mm. but sitting, taking the time to sit down, to constantly be bringing it back up and trying to find time anywhere. Like you don't want it to be like dieting, you know, like, <laughs> well, I ate a piece of cake. So now the whole day shot, I might as well just yeah. eat everything in sight. You don't want to say, well, we haven't went on a date night in three weeks, so it's just shot. We might as well not even try anymore. I mean that just doesn't make any sense when you say that out loud. So. Yeah, and I think it's really important too. You know, I mean, today we're going
0: to talk about the benefits
1: of doing it, but let's let's
0: talk about you know pre that, like before that. First off, you have to make sure that it's a priority in your yeah. your relationship. You know, you have to say, you know what, and especially you know for women, I think this is something that comes easier. They desire it, they want to do it. Men, you need to really step up your game when you it comes want to, to do this. it. I do want to do it though, but I, but, but I understand the value in it though. Yeah. You know, I've learned over the years why there's value in it and stuff. And I mean, if you'd have told me 10 years ago, it's the importance of a date night with your spouse, I would have never thought anything good from that. But I got into a relationship where I said, you know what, I'm going to make my wife a, a, a number one priority of my life in that I'm going to indulge in her and in the, in the things that she loves and the things that she wants. So I took that on. And then I realized like, wait a minute, there's a huge benefit in this for both of us. But you have to make it a priority the 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 fire that you have between you and your spouse isn't you know they talk about like that what do they call uh, like the honeymoon phase you know you don't have to have a honeymoon phase. you can choose to continuously have that that burning desire and that love and that connection in your life, which we'll talk a little bit about that but you have to make it a priority. It has to be a priority in your in your re- relationship in your marriage, right
1: yeah it's it's weird though because when we first started doing it, I was girly about it. So, I mean, what do you think about when you think date night? You know, you're like, with me personally, I'm just like, ooh, I get to go to the movies and have popcorn. And I get to be all alone with my man and no kids and all that stuff. But then as this evolved, I'm like no, I don't even want to go to the movies anymore for a date night. I want to like go somewhere and just st- at a picnic table and just stare at each other longingly. <laughs> yes. You know, like yes. I don't want to be doing something. I want to be present with one another. So yeah. it's gradually turned into what a date night is supposed to be mm. or a date day or a breakfast day. And um, it's... It's gotten better. It's gotten better, my viewpoint on it, because before it was just more selfish, like, yeah, we're going on a date night, and I get to do so much fun stuff that I (laughs) want (laughs) to do.
0: But it's developed over time, though. Quick, I want to give a quick shout out. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Stacy. And uh, let me get on here. Was it Jason? Hey, Jason. He was actually the first one, so... Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show today. Uh, you know, yeah, when it comes to date night, date night, first off, doesn't have to be nighttime.
1: Yeah. You know, we, we just don't call it that. We call
0: that. And we've actually turned ours into date morning.
1: Date day? We just call it date day.
0: Okay. Well, it's morning to me. She gets up much earlier than me. <laughs> I still consider it the morning <laughs> time because it's more like around 10 a.m. So that's like midday for her. Okay. Yeah. She, she gets up at like 3 a.m. and like <laughs> feeds roosters and stuff. No, you don't get up quite that early. Like 5.30. Yeah, you, she gets up early, though. But, you know, the whole thing is, is you, you have to make it fit your schedules. You have to make sure that it works for both of you, and it's something that you can consistently do. And the challenge, if you stay to the end, we have a challenge for you, and I think it's going to be a challenge really that can make a difference in your relationship if you're really willing to take it on and really do something about it. And it's something simple. It's a it's a small adjustment of something that you can do today uh, that can make a difference when it comes to day-to-day. So anyway, so I want to dive into number one. Yeah, Very let's first, get to number one. Let's get to number one oh my gosh, it's connection. How surprising is mm-hmm. that? But what about connection? Why is there, why in de- having a date night or a date day, why is connection important?
1: So I actually just had an epiphany the other day when I was telling you I was talking to myself really about it. Like why? Cause we've been bad at it lately. Our date days gradually, our date days have turned into, I mean, cause COVID restaurants were shut down, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Our date days basically had turned into us on every other Saturday when we went to Sam's and we went grocery shopping together, you know? And, um, we really had to have a conversation about that of why it was so important. And then I really started delving in myself Mm -hmm why it's so important is the connection piece because a lot of people think I even thought this like we live together like we're together all the time we sleep together we are we eat dinner together like we're always together why do we need a date night why is it why do I find myself longing for or feeling like we're disconnected when we're not having it even though we're together all the time and it's because when we're to together, like right now we're together, but we're not present and focused on one another. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm like, okay, even us, when we're going grocery shopping, I'm looking at my phone, reading off a list to him. He's walking through, looking at other things. I'm getting like distracted by shiny things that I want to purchase. And we're not focused on one another and having a quality conversation and just really being present with one another about what we have going on in our own heads. Mm-hmm. A lot of times couples will be together, but they're, they don't know what's going on with one another internally and what their internal brain is saying. Like a lot of times, um, I'll be like, I wonder what he's thinking about or I wonder what who he's doing, or I'll just make assumptions and I'm completely off base about what he has going on or our significant others struggling. Maybe they're stressed out and we think they're not stressed. We're the only ones that stressed. So the connection piece is very, very important, getting connected back to one another so you guys are staying on the same path.
0: Yeah, so if you would think of one thing right now that comes in between the connection between even you and I at times, what would you think that one item is? Phone. Yeah, so almost like we talked about it before, right? No, seriously though, like this, I want to show this. I don't know if anybody has had an opportunity yet to see this. Uh, Christy and I watched this Last yesterday. Night, yeah. Yesterday, it just came out September 9th. Uh, it's called the social dilemma. It's on Netflix. Uh, so if you have a Netflix thing, I would really suggest watching it. And it's not—it's not this whole like Bashing. conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's not—it's not really any of that stuff. I don't really, and Christy doesn't either. We don't really get into any of that stuff. But it, it just kind of reaffirms a little bit of kind of like what's going on. This is the thing, right? What what happens with social media? What happens with these things that our fa- faces get glued to? It steals our attention. And that's just the truth. That just boils right down to it. It it takes away our attention and pushes it into a device. And now all of a sudden, date days turning into this. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our phones out. We're sitting there. We're at dinner time, but we're constantly doing this and this. There's an alert. There's a this. There's a this. ESPN. Oh wait, what happened with this? You know, and it's just oh Facebook. Well, what now too. This and this is horrible. Like this is like, let's make it even fo- I don't more even convenient. Have, to
1: have this on. Yeah, it dings on my watch. Yeah, or face up. I mean, I don't even have to have it face up. Yep, it goes off, and I'm like, oh, you know, and it's taking my attention away.
0: And so we've had to really like something that's really been alarming to us, even over the years, is us. We're in our 40s. Like we're worse than our children are. Mm. Like people our age, okay. 30s, 40s, even 50s, we're finding out in society right now, we're even more connected to our devices than our children are. And when we're talking about a marriage, like, how do we expect to have a special connection with my wife? Yeah, Yeah, we're in the same room. Hey, we're even out on a date, but I my attention, my focus keeps going right to my device. Mm -hmm. And we have to make a decision. You have to make a decision like, okay, do I really want to have a deeper connection? Mm -hmm. You know, we all want the results of a great relationship, but are we willing to make the sacrifices for it? And it's like, okay, put the phone down. And if you can't control yourselves, leave them in the car. You know, leave them in in your car, in your pocket. I mean, if it's going to keep vibrating, Christy tells me all the time, okay, and I'm really bad at it. Tells me all the time when I'm in bed. Take your watch off because a very she'll be right in the middle of talking to me,
1: and my watch goes off. I do this, don't I? Mm -hmm. And I'm bad at it. I'm so bad at it. I've tried to set a time limit. Okay, nine o'clock. Yeah, your watch needs to come off.
0: But 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 nine o'clock comes and I don't think about it because I have to look at my watch for the time. But no, but but seriously though, like I I as soon as she says it, I'm like, yes, I got to take that thing off. I got to take it off. Like I'm really bad at it. And you would think, okay, I think that I'm smarter than a dog that would listen, right? But apparently I'm not. And that's the scary part. We have to be very intentional with our communication.
1: Well, I think the thing about it. Connection, I mean, not communication, but connection. Yeah, Yeah, I think the thing about it, though, is, and this is a whole nother podcast for another time, but (laughs) the social dilemma really isn't, they call it a dilemma for a reason because we, we have it. That's the way that society is going. It's the way direction our world is going. We're not saying, and it isn't saying like we need to cut off all technology and go back to being you know, living off the land, Um, homesteaders or something. Um, But I think it's what it's talking about how we can get addicted because without you even knowing it, you're getting chemicals released into your brain and you're actually getting addicted to it like it's a drug. And they referred to it as um, slot machines, like gambling. So the person gets addicted, the people that do struggle with that, that are addicted to the slot machine. Let me just see. Let me just see one more time, one more time, one more time. And... That's really what our phones are starting to do to us now. And they're just trying to say we need to have an awareness and a balance based off of if we have to schedule the times that we're going to be on our phones to make sure that we're being smart about it. Because yeah. it's really not being talked about enough and it's going in the wrong direction. So that's a whole other podcast, but that's really what is getting in between even the relationships with people that you live with. Yeah. I think they're... um I think those are put on the back burner first and foremost, even besides the ones that are outside of the home, because I think they're taken for granted. Like you think in your head, I know me personally, it's like, oh, I live with him. Oh, I live with my kids. I have five minutes from now that I could talk to them. I could talk to them anytime. Yeah. So I just am going to do this one thing, this real quick. And someone that lives outside the home, you don't get to see them on a daily basis. You're more apt to say, no, I don't get to see them that often. No, I really need to do this. So the inner circle of our people are the ones that are taken the most for granted, I think, when it comes to it.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, when in a household the, the man and the wife should be the most important thing connected together. That's how we care for our children. That's how we teach our children that, you know, yeah. caring for each other is important. And it's funny because, you know, social networks they'll tell you it's to help you connect mm-hmm. but really what it's doing is it's helped it's bringing you away from the most important connection that you need in your life besides your connection with Christ is your spouse the earthly
1: connection it's, yeah your earthly connection the most important
0: one yeah so it really takes away from that connection and then men you know all of a sudden you want your wife to you know hop in bed and be happy together and all of a sudden she's like You've paid no attention to me. Like, there's no connection, right? I mean, it's true, though. It is. It's the reality. It's like, you know, she said it to me before, too. She's like, I mean, you know, hi, okay, all right. You know, it doesn't work like this. Like, mm-hmm. you haven't paid attention to me all day. And it's true. Like, our expectations are so false and diluted. Like, we have to pay attention. And date night is a real special time and an opportunity to get that connection that you guys need, that we all need as a couple. Like, we really well, honestly do.
1: This the most simplest term is the point number two that we're going to make is women, it's not, we use the terminology, pay attention to me, but what we really want is just to be heard. Like Mm. if you just listen to us, I know like they've done studies that have said, you know, women say 500,000 million words in one day and men say 10, you know, they've done all those studies about how many more words come out of our head than men. So I think the biggest thing is we just, want to be listened to yeah you which know? is
0: communication which is our second point yeah. i mean that's perfect that you led right into that because that's yeah. true because we we talk all the time and then we're like but when we go and we sit down at a date and we really sit there and we really start talk like
1: really start talking we have so many in-depth conversations it's disgusting people would probably be like dude they're so Ew. intellectual Ew, what's
0: wrong with these people <laughs>
1: all we do is talk about <laughs> serious stuff
0: yeah, but it's 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 connects to our soul though yeah, and that's we how we that. speak to each other. You know, in the on the fly like here at home we'll talk about schedules, things that are going on, yeah. maybe even topics about what we're going to talk on here even if they're meaningful, but we're not talking to each other right right we're not really talking to each other on a on a deeper communicated level you know where we have our thoughts you said it earlier in the podcast today you know we have all these thoughts in our heads and stuff and those little details never seem to transfer over to each other because we're not taking the time to truly communicate it you know when was the last time men that you really sat down and your wife looked her in the face and just asked her how are you like how are you doing? Like, how are you? Yeah. You know, and then wait for her response on that stuff. We think to ourselves, we don't have time for that. We got to get up in the morning. If you go to the gym, fantastic. If you don't, maybe you're guzzling down coffee, heading to work. After work, it's stressful. You got to take the kids somewhere. You got to come home, eat dinner. By that time, you got to take a shower. And then by that time, what do you have? 10, 20 minutes with your spouse. And then the the last thing you're going to want to do is, is communicate and really connect on a deeper level. And you have to guide, you have to, you have to protect this time. You have to make this time meaningful.
1: Well, and that's why I think like Josh and I, even if when we do start working out, like we have been working out recently, we work out together even. So it's like, if we're going to get healthy, we want to get healthy together. But it is those times that we sit down at breakfast together or, Um, go out to dinner together, that we do have the deeper conversations. Just the other morning, we hadn't laughed. We sat out in our sitting room, and we didn't have our phones on us, and he actually sat. There's a chair that sits, a sitting chair that It sits across from our couch, but it's kind of turned into an ottoman at this point because I pulled it in front of the couch so I can put my feet up. He sat in, in that chair that's like super close to the couch and sat there and we were facing one another. And just organically, we ended up starting to talk about marriages and how people should have healthy marriages, but they don't make the sacrifices to do so. Yeah. So you have to choose. It's always a choice. Do you want to have a good, solid, foundational relationship? Or do you want to have girls' nights out or guys' nights out where you end up spending the night out somewhere else away from your spouse? Like, we're grownups, and we have to choose. Like, no, I don't need to go have a girls' night out away from my husband. I'm married. I have children. I don't need to do that. If we want to go out and have dinner together as yeah. girls, that's one thing. But I don't need to be going and spending the night away from my spouse. It's not necessary. And you have to make that choice. Everything is sacrificial. Everything is, marriage is sacrificial. And that's why the Bible says the man is to love the woman like he loved, God loved the church. Yep sacrificing so and it's not just for the men it's for the women too it's marriage is supposed to be sacrificial
0: but i also want to say like communication is one of those things you feel like you've been in a marriage for 20 years 10 years (laughs) five years and then you expect your spouse to just know you or just
1: like you
0: should be able to read my mind by now and i'm telling you you what able
1: to read my mind yeah
0: and you want to you want to know how to read your spouse's mind Do more date days, more date nights. That's true. That deeper connection, that deeper communication that you're gonna get out of that, you'll have a much better opportunity because like everybody on earth, we all change and grow as time goes along, right? So we have to be willing to invest that small amount of time. And I'm talking small amount of time, and I'm not saying you have to go out and spend money on dinner. Maybe you don't have the extra money. When we didn't have the money, we would go on walks. That's what Mm -hmm. we did. That was like our thing, right? So when we worked out, I remember our marriage before we got married. Uh, seven years ago, just before we got married, we decided, right. we had going to get like super fit, right. We got to drop all this weight. And we did, you know, we did a great job, but what we ended up doing it is came walking, back. It, it found us. Okay. We couldn't walk fast enough away from it. But, uh, you know, what ended up happening is that we went on these walks is what we decided to do. And they were five mile walks and it took us a, a little over an hour each time that we did it, but we were doing it like four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about that is, is that was like uninterrupted time with just her and I, and that really made a huge difference in our relationship. Because well, we communicated the whole time. That's all we did.
1: And I think really what it comes down to, though, too, about the communication is creating a safe place. So you know how a, a lot of us women will be like the guy. We, we let them know when something's wrong, not with words, <laughs> but with actions, you know, like, yep. you know, type of thing. Somehow they know because we make it known. And so then we made a commitment in our relationship when he would be like, what's wrong? I'm not doing the nothing I'm fine. You know, I actually would tell him what was bothering me at the time, but it was a safe place. He wouldn't be like, again, again, I thought we've already had this conversation, (laughs) you know? So it was a healthy communication because it's not like someone wants, I don't want to be upset about something. I don't want to be frustrated about something. So a lot of times if I'm frustrated about it, I'm trying to work through it in my own mind and our flesh fights against. Satan does not want marriage. He wants it separated. So it's a constant battle in your Mm -hmm. mind with like, you shouldn't be upset about it. It's not that big a deal. Oh, yes, it is, you know, and all this stuff. So the quicker you can talk about it, like, you know, when you said that, it just really offended me a little bit. And instead of him getting defensive, He's like, okay, well, allow me to tell you what I meant. And I'm really sorry about that. This is what I meant when I did say it. Or mm-hmm. you're right. I did say it kind of harsh. I'm really sorry about that. And I say, thank you for saying you're sorry. And it you get through it a lot quicker. And it in the beginning, <laughs> those conversations would probably go, those disagreements would probably go three or four hours. And now we've gotten them down to maybe 10, 15 minutes. And Not always. I'm just saying consistently on a regular basis. So that's where you have to have a safe place. And remember that you're on the same team. He's not mad at me for being frustrated about something. I have the right and I have the feelings to be upset about it, but I don't want to be selfish about it either and be projecting on him. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. And not be forgiving. All of that stuff. It's just a circle. It's like a circle. It is like a circle. (laughs) But that's where the
0: communication does Make a difference is that when you get really deep in conversations more frequently, not only does the other person feel like they're being heard, you feel like you're being heard as well. Yeah. And then it goes right into what you said. Now I feel like an opportunity comes arise and I, it's I, it, I don't feel defensive when I'm asked something or told yeah. something about me you know so that releases all of that. but this really leads us into the third thing you know and it's I I, I this is what I called it okay this is what I call for this third point continue the fire and continue the fire is basically um, date day or date night should not be a time of complaint. like let's get into deep discussion over something we're upset about. Right. That's not what this is for. That's not what that time is for. It's to continue the fire of what's important. Men, look at your wife. Tell her how beautiful she is. Tell her how intelligent and driven she is and about how much of a good mother she is and how much of a good provider she is. If she's a provider like my wife, you know, tell her the things that she needs to hear. Maybe it's not easy for you. And I'll be the first person to admit that was not my strong suit in our relationship. I had to work on it year over year over year, you know? And I still fail at it, but I try Really hard, and I try to make sure that I continue that fire. We want our spouses to be attracted and love us and feel all this connection, and you know, and all this stuff. But to continue that fire, we got to make sure that we're not just taking every opportunity to spill our guts of the things we're mad about. Mm-hmm. You know, date day is supposed to be a time of true connection to keep that fire burning, right?
1: Yes. So last night we were supposed to. Oh, was yesterday Tuesday?
0: No, today's Tuesday. We do a, we do a podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was
1: Monday. Whatever. <laughs> Yesterday was Monday. Um, We said, I think Monday night. Anyway, we were supposed to go back to the store and get creamer and yogurt. And because they don't have the creamer and the yogurt that we like at Sam's. Sorry, Sam's. You need to up your game yes. in the creamer and Stop the yogurt department. <laughs> um, so usually if he goes to the store, I'll at least ride in the car with him and sit out in the car. And... Uh, last night I was doing schoolwork, so he ended up just going and we were supposed to go Monday night and we forgot and then, you know, whatever. He ended up having to go, we remembered, last night at like eight o'clock at night. So he ended up running up to VG's and Meyer. I'm sitting there, whatever. I went to Meyer. Mm-hmm. just saying. Yeah, Meyer. way to go. <laughs> um... <laughs> with the yogurt and the creamer <laughs> um but he came home and i am just like i'm doing score work, you know and your eyes are just like uh wonky and he comes and he's like hey babe you know i'm home gives me a kiss all this stuff and then all of a sudden he hands me a card and it says just because on it you know and he puts it in the envelope or it's just because on it and he took the time to pick out a card thoughtful card and, um, write a little note in it about how much that he appreciates me. Yeah. And that meant a lot to me, you know, that he did that. And it, I thought about it today throughout the day, like, Oh, it was so nice. And it's good to be able to think back on your spouse and just kind of be proud about the person that they are. Like, I'm just so thankful and grateful for how much he's thankful and grateful for me. And I, it makes me feel good as a person to know that he's my person and Mm. he loves me and I am not a perfect person. I am not perfect at all. I am very stubborn. I'm very impatient. I put my foot in my mouth a lot. And he just, even in my most messed up time and he'll look at me and be like I just love that about you just the other night I was actually agitated with him okay I was agitated no way and I looked at him and I'm like seriously I am I'm gonna get so upset Josh I am so getting so aggravated and he's like so get mad I like you that way anyway <laughs> you know what? I'm just like mm, you know but it's so funny because he makes me laugh and then it it calms me down it's just he just loves all of me and that is how you should be with your spouse. Like even the annoy things that would annoy anyone else, like how stubborn I am and how long it takes me to get a sentence out sometimes or how long my stories are. Like I have to tell him a story that'd probably take him literally probably 60 seconds to tell me. And I tell it probably in 10 to 15 and he sits there patiently and just never rolls his eyes, never gets impatient Allows me just to tell my whole story. Never acts annoyed. Never. Nothing. He engages with me. Has never said a word to me about it. Nothing. And it takes me a long time. As you can tell. I mean, now, I mean, you've seen us on this podcast enough. It takes me a long time.
0: So. Yeah, but I want everybody to understand, you know, guys especially, you go to the store and you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to buy my wife, you know, for brownie points, you know, so I can go golf on Saturday, or I'm going to do something nice for her so I can get something in return. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're doing it absolutely wrong. Now, will there be benefits if you do serve your wife in these ways? Of course there will but I'm telling you right now, you can't manipulate it. It doesn't work that way. If you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it never works out for you. So if you're a guy that over the years has said, I used to buy my wife cards and I get nothing in return for it. Well, you were doing it for the wrong reason. That's why the benefit of what you're looking for wasn't there because the benefit should be that I made my wife happy and I made her feel good about who she is and about where she's at right now. And that should be the whole goal of that. And understand that's real soft skill stuff for a guy to deal with. But if you want your marriage to work, you need to push all the man crap you've learned your whole life out the door. You need to push it all out. You need to put your pride down. You need to do exactly what Jesus said, kneel before me, right? We got to be able to put our pride down and be humble before the Lord. Well, we also have to be humble before our wives as well, we have to be willing to lay our pride down and say, hey, maybe this relationship isn't just about me. Maybe it's about we. And in what way can I truly love my wife? Not what can I get out of her, but what can I give her? And when you choose to do that, when you choose to say, you know what, I'm making, you know, a priority on Sunday, whether football's on or not, it's the only free time I have to spend special time with my wife. I got to take that. I got to take it. You got to do it mm-hmm. because your relationship and the the, the happiness of your, your relationship and the longevity of that is, has a ripple effect on greater than you think. It's more important than a football game. It's more important than early tea time on a Saturday. It really honestly is, you know, there's compromises that we make, but it's for the better. It teaches our children something that's invaluable. Mm-hmm. You know, it teaches our spouse that we're going to be there and we can be trusted, beyond anything and these things are really important that's why date nights and date days are not just something we laugh about or we just suggest that we do it you got to do it It, it's got to be part of of your your relationship and your marriage it has to be
1: okay so i wish that if we would have thought about this sooner we i would have had you got the snippet um out of the movie the breakup (laughs) so it's so funny to me because you watch this specific scene in the movie And you are just thinking to yourself, oh, isn't that the majority of a fight of relationships, you know, that happened? You know, he comes home from a long day at work and they're having to get together all everything because they're having dinner over at their house. And then after everyone leaves, he sits down. He's had a long day. She's had a long day. And he just wants to watch TV for a little bit before he goes to bed, you know, and she's like. You know, I don't want to let the dishes sit in the sink. I just want you to wash them with me. Can you just help me? It's only going to take us like 15 minutes and they'll be done. And he's like, "Just leave them. We'll just do them tomorrow. It's fine." She's like, "I don't want it. You know that it'll bug me, you know." And she's like, "Just help me." And he's like, "No." And then they get in this huge fight. And then she ends up saying like, "I just want you to want to do the dishes." He's like, "You want me to want?" to do the dishes. <laughs> and that's not the point. Like the woman wants the man to want to do what with her just like, just to be around her. Like, yes, I'll help you because I love you. And I want to do that for you. And I want, but that whole, that scene in that movie is just hilarious because it starts out with lemons, but and- it's true. Though. And he says, She's like, I wanted 11. You got me four. And he's like, yeah, I got you lemons. What my baby wants, my baby gets. You know that. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. so funny. I love that part. She's like, yeah, but baby wanted 11.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's the true. Like, that is the true, like, real life relationship. Sometimes yeah. you do that, right? And then you got to turn around and you got to go back to the store. And that should be what you do. And, it, yeah. and, and, and that's where, like, connection, communication, yeah. the fire, that's where all of that stuff, those little date days, date nights, those small things, that's where all of that, and that's where the fruit shows. You get more fruit, you get more lemons, right? You, <laughs> get, you, you end up making better decisions because you truly listen. Like, yeah. he wasn't listening to her, and that was really the whole premise of that. He wasn't listening to no, her. No, if you're at a all.
1: manager, they say that you should have one-on-ones, periodic one-on-ones with your employees. It yeah. gives the employee alone time with you. It makes them feel important, part of the team. It gives that um undivided attention and they feel safe. It builds the trust, it builds the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, if that's promoted in business, <laughs> yeah. like For your employees, why wouldn't you want to have one-on-one time with your spouse on a periodic basis? That you have undivided attention. There isn't something else that's vying for your attention in that. You want them to feel important and special and vice versa. Like we need to pay attention to one another. And if you're sitting alone together and you're finding that you don't have anything to talk about, that means that you should have date days more often.
0: Until you figure it out. Yeah. You guys should both... Get a big t shirt and wear it together. Cause that's what you do in your kids'. This, are, is this is our get along t shirt. This is our get along t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and label it that. Yeah. All right. So the challenge for today, the challenge, which is super important. Add it to your calendar. Don't skip this. Okay. Yeah. Start it right now. Get your calendar out. Sit down with your spouse and say, Okay, we're gonna start doing this. And Even put if it it's once
1: a month. Put, put it, it on start repeat somewhere. too.
0: Don't don't get don't get all sissified about this, okay, and be like, okay, we'll put one in there. No commit to it commit to it and then stick to it and then try it try date day once we do it once every other week we do it twice a month okay Mm -hmm. twice a month i suggest doing it more often if you can but if you can't twice a month at least twice a month ask one
1: another like what do you love about me like why did we fall in love with each other why do you still love me like Start, just start, if you don't know what to talk about, just start, because it'll remind one another, remind each other of back when you guys first started meeting Mm. and you were courting. I know that's like an old word. Yeah, it is. That's a grandma. That's a grandma word. I say a lot of grandma things, okay? And he makes fun of me. Because you're an old soul. And yes, and you guys will hear that throughout, I'm sure, our podcast over the longevity of it. You'll hear lots of grandma terminologies that I use. (laughs) I do. Beautiful
0: woman, old soul. I am an old
1: soul. I am.
0: So, you know, add it to your calendar. Get connected with your spouse. Make it happen. Make a choice. You have to choose to do this. And I don't want to hear this garbage, I have too much going on. If you want to argue about too much going on and still being able to do date day, I'll send you my schedule. Okay? I'll give you our schedule. And we still make time to do it because it's a priority. Everybody has time.
1: Our schedule, though, is dumb. Like, it's dumb. It's we seriously have gotten in the trap caught in the trap of busyness and yeah. it's things that we can't get rid of right now. So but, over the next couple months, things are gradually going to drop off. So it's but,
0: just good. But my point is right. You get yourself in that trap because many of us do. Mm-hmm. You can still find time.
1: Yeah. Because that's the eps and flows of yep. life.
0: Make it. So sometimes you're going
1: to be up here. You're going to be a rock star and yep. all this. And then I'm a super date day person. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're going to be like, when's the last time we went on a date? Yeah. I feel like we're disconnected. Let's
0: do it again. Let's put it on the yeah. calendar. Let's do it again. Yeah. So stick with it. You know, date, night, date, day. When we started talking about this topic, Christy brought it up the other day. She's like, you know what? We should talk about date night. And uh, like I said, 10 years ago, i had been like, I ain't, no, but now I understand the value in it. So men, your wife asks you for a date night, a date day, do it. Do it because, not just because it's the right thing to do, but because she deserves it. Mm -hmm. she deserves it and then so do you whether you believe it or not you're going to get a ton of value out of it and your marriage is going to get closer and you guys are going to become much better together because he's really
1: hitting home on that i mean do guys hate it that much
0: i think guys do
1: i think guys think Mm -hmm. it's a soft thing like
0: it's something like no like i'll go out to dinner with you but to to list and do all the things we've talked about no no that's a that's a, it's, it feels emotional is yeah. why, right? It's an emotional thing is why. And men are not comfortable with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right? And many women will be like, yeah, my husband's not like that. No. Your husband can be like that. He's making the choice not to be.
1: Well, and we just make it a rule that we can't be on our phones. Like got to hmm. got to have that connection. Yeah. When we're out together.
0: Yeah. So Hey, if you made it this far, you're a champ, okay? And hit the share button, all right? Make sure you hit the share. We want to show uh, Mark Zuckerberg that we don't need to pay him to spread the word of awesome podcastery. Okay? We already <laughs> talked about social network. Social <laughs> right. Level. Yeah, and you're on it, so share it, okay? Let's let's make some good in the world. All right. Have a great time. We'll
1: see you guys next Tuesday at 7. Bye.